Gopi Radio. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. You're on, Greg. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Greg. Greg, where the fuck are you? Oh! Hey, Joey, what's going on, buddy? I'm just in the subway getting my ohms in. Sorry about that. I lost track of time, but uh, I'm in the uh, subway at the 42nd Street stop. You want to do some people watching in New York City? This is the place to be. Just chilling out and getting some ohms in. Hare Krishna's in. Anyway, heading upstairs... Heading to the Westwood One Lounge in the heart of Times Square to talk to another one of my really, really good friends, Dr. Ian Smith. He's got another book out. Another book on how we can lose weight and eat healthy. We're going to see what this one's all about, but uh, there you have it. I'm on the streets of New York City right now. Beautiful, beautiful spring day. Joey, it's time once again... For the OP Radio Podcast! See you upstairs. All right, just got word that Dr. Ian Smith is five minutes out. He'll be here at uh, the Westwood One Lounge in a minute. I'm ready to do another fine podcast, and uh, I got to tell you, man, Mikey's here. Yay, Mikey! Hello, Op. My uh, my stomach is a gurgling, so I'm I'm faking um, uh, energy right now because I'm hurting. I got I'm cramping so bad, man. I got a lot to talk about uh, with Doctor Ian Smith because I'm trying to lose the winter weight. Because I noticed, I talked about it on a on an earlier episode, only a few episodes ago, but uh, I noticed that my eyes look uh, a lot uh, closer together in the <laughs> middle of my head because I think I got actual face fat from the winter. So I, I realized it was time to lose about ten pounds from winter. So I'm uh, I'm juicing a lot. Uh, I, I I just drank a kale spinach. What else was in this? Banana, uh, pear, and almond butter smoothie. Ooh. But man, my stomach is a gurgling. <laughs> it is a gurgling. <laughs> I might have to uh, go to the bathroom in the middle of this podcast and do some of that uh, green, green, <laughs> green apple <laughs> splatters. I used to call it. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get it out. I was laughing too hard. Everyone understands the green apple splatters, right, Mikey? Yes, sir. So I'm trying to lose. Uh, a pound a week. So I figure by, I don't know, another month I'll be in, uh, you know, summer shape, hopefully. Well, With that- a little flab because I'm older. I'm not going for that that body I used to have in uh, my 30s and, God, my mid-40s. I, I want to just look in shape with just a little flab to show the people I'm living. Well, that's a healthy way to live. you got to lose the one pound a week, not the 4.6, 5.2, because then yeah. you lose it. One point 
Three yeah. to five is perfect. And I and I had a bit of a setback uh, because I'm trying to get off sugar again because sugar is everything. 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 And it's so hard because we're so addicted to it. And if you've been following this uh, this podcast and my shows over the years, uh, sugar is more addicting than cocaine. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. So I'm trying to get off the sugar, but man, I failed miserably. Uh, last night I, 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 I got a giant pink berry. <laughs> With fruity pebbles and shaved chocolate. And then I threw a little blueberries and uh, strawberries in there to keep it a little healthier. I always thought I ate healthy yeah. until Carl told me that when you, if you don't buy the grass-fed, the organic, it sounds silly to buy. Yeah. But all those burgers have sugar in it. Yeah. So you need to buy the grass-fed. It's a few dollars more, but you feel completely different when you cut out all sugar. Of course. And I'm kind of bummed that Carl Ruiz is not here for this podcast because <laughs> we're doing the anti-ruising yes. or anti-ruizing, I should say, podcast today with Dr. Ian Smith. Dr. Ian Smith would be horrified to yeah. see his Twitter page. <laughs> yeah, he would be. I know. Maybe we could get Carl on the phone at least. We can definitely do that. All right, we got to try to do that because I think Carl needs to talk to Dr. Ian Smith. It's like uh, Dr. Ian, Ian Smith is pure evil when it comes to Carl and his ruizing, right? Yeah, and we'll give Ian the pictures of Carl. Yeah. And then we'll have Carl on the phone and try to justify him eating any of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. There he is. Come on in. We already started the podcast. Dr. Ian Smith, look, at, look how you're nicely dressed, and I put on nice clothes for you. Today. Boo! That's a step <laughs> up for my, you. These are my nice clothes. Look gonna, at this. I was going to say, that's a step up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. No, I just got off uh, you, you Fox. Might, I was oh, on Fox. Uh, which Fox? Fox and Friends. You did Fox and Friends. Yes. Yeah, take your, uh, your phone away. Yeah, yeah because it. uh, it's going to create static on, on the podcast. You, you did Fox and Friends. Yes. We what, taped the old air next week. What do you think of those guys? <clears throat> You don't lean that way politically. These but listen, they sell books for you. No, 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 no. no. But losing weight <laughs> yeah. and helping people yeah. is apolitical. Oh, okay. I help everybody. It does, I, you, well, I have my limbs of where I go, but right. I've been going to Fox & Friends for like 10 years. Yeah, no. They're, they're some, very nice to me. They're always welcoming to me. I love doing their show. It's always on my calendar. Some of those guys uh, are all right. Yeah. I, yeah I, I've had a few of them on, on uh, my shows over the years. Listen, so. we're in a very political environment. It's a very divisive environment. And my attitude is what I do is not is apolitical. I'm just trying to help people right. you know, get tight. For example, I met Ed Henry today. I watched him for years. He was on CNN for a long time. Sure. He's now on Fox and Friends. I've seen this guy, him him and John King, for years watching yeah. those guys. So it was nice to meet him this morning. He did the segment. It was Oh, very good. You know, he man. wants to he wants to do clean and lean, my new book, so we're excited. I uh I uh, just uh, slammed a a greenlicious from okay. Juicy Cube. <laughs> And my, have a, and my it, stomach is a gurgling. Does it have any sweetness to it? I try to keep the, all the sweetener out. Because no, no, even, but, even no, no, but fruits. Well, I'll tell you what's in here. It was uh, kale. Okay. Spinach. Okay. Good so far? Well, it's good, but it's, <laughs> the taste sucks. No, it doesn't spinach suck. Spinach sucks. No, no. In you, a smoothie. No, you got to cut this. You well, you, well, that, well, what are you cutting it with? That's my yeah. What are you cutting it with? Well, when I make it, when I make these at home, I cut uh, kale, spin. I go my my go to smoothie when I do it myself is kale, spinach, banana for some substance. Okay. Yeah, and I uh, cut it with pineapple. Okay, well, there's your cut. And okay, so you have some kick to it. I'd put a little blueberry in there too. Jeez, that's good. Yeah, I got to give you some real recipes. No, I know my recipes because <laughs> I, I I've read your books. But over you do the, the years. same thing all the time. No, so this is what I had today. So the, it's called a Greenlicious. This one they made at Juicy Cube is my go-to place because a lot of these smoothie places they sneak all the sugars in. Yes, so you're, yes. you might as well go and have a a, a freaking fribble from uh, Friendlies. <laughs> uh, this one. Was, 
It's kale, <laughs> spinach, uh, pear, okay. banana, okay. and I think um, uh, almond butter. Okay. And about $100 later? Uh, this was about 12 bucks. <laughs> oh, <geez>. $12. This <laughs> city is just outrageous. It's offensive. Right. It's just offensive. I lived here, you know, for so many years. Yeah. And um, I had a... Now, I know this is going to sound cheap to you, but I had a cup of juice for $7. Yeah. Do you understand, like, that's in stupid. the rest of the country, except for L.A., blah, blah, Yeah. But the rest of the country, that's just... Yeah. That's a, that's a half a gallon of juice. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Because <laughs> when people over the years uh, found out how much uh, money I made and stuff, I'm like, but it's New York. You got to keep York. that into consideration. You walk out of your house every day, you're spending $100 <laughs> without <laughs> even trying. <laughs> without even trying. <laughs> Now they got these cabs. Yeah. The cab has like a $4 surcharge. Surcharge. Yeah. On top of your fare. Yeah. So before you move yeah. one rotation of a tire, <laughs> yeah. it's $7. Yeah, right. Where are we in London? London used to be like that. You know that in London. But yeah. no one does yeah, yeah. No one does the black cabs in London anymore. But that's how London is. $10 before you move in London, by the way. No, what's funny about that? So where I live, when the cabs come, they have to do a U-turn. Like they have to go down a block and, and do a U-turn so so I could finally be, be on my way. And these these... What word can I use? You're well dressed. You can do today. it. You can I, do it. Go, go all with, the way in. I'm going to go with twat. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with twat. These twats, right? They will turn the meter on when we get in the cab, and they still got to do their U-turn before I can be on my way. So I, 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 I now pass my building, and I'm already $7, Seven. In. Seven in. We haven't even started the trip. You, you were like, doing your U-turn. It's like the gig is always on you in New York. Yeah. It's just like... It's like you spend, you don't even realize it subconsciously sometimes, sometimes consciously, you spend all day trying to avoid getting taken. Yeah, of course. In all kinds of ways, right? Yeah, yeah, Financially, yeah. Yeah. you know, physically, you know, it's just... You know. Absolutely right, man. And, and the funny thing with the cabs, and we can move on certainly, uh, they're trying to compete with Uber. So they're losing money to Uber. So how do they decide to figure that out? They they threw another surcharge onto your ride. You know when what? Well, they should be a cheaper ride than uh, Uber should at be. this point. Here's the thing. Cabs have had such a monopoly. Yeah. This is why it's important to have open markets. Cabs have had such, and not just New York, all over the country. They've had just such a monopoly. They can do what they want. They can pick you up when they want. They can refuse you because they don't want to go somewhere. But let me tell you something. What these ride shares have done, and the ride share is not perfect, I agree, but yeah. what the ride share has done has opened up the market marketplace for these guys to realize hey listen guys yeah there's some competition now you got to kind of you know yeah you know get together but they're, they're not to blame for the surcharge it's the freaking city saying nah, that it's congestion they're, surcharge yeah it, it's all crap it's everything i parked my car on columbus now we're going too local oh sorry no yeah. but but i love this stuff because it, it drives me nuts so i parked my car on columbus avenue the other day they they wiped out all the parking spaces during the day on the right side for the trucks because i think all the businesses have finally had it with the ticket uh the ticket scam after 30 years yeah, because uh, these trucks come into the city to unload their stuff. There's nowhere to park, and you got the traffic people just giving out tickets left and right. Mike knows this. He works for the NYPD. Yep. You know it. I do know it. But so, you know what so, they should do? This is a whole other podcast. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, this is... This no, it is, is no because I want... Because I, I could get... Well, my new book's clean and lean, but listen, let me tell you something. Yeah. Here's the biggest problem. You ready for this? Yeah. They need to regulate. Right. 
the timing of truck deliveries yeah. and personal cars into the city. Right. They have to do like London does. You got to do like days. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, your license plate is this. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It's, that's how you have to do it. The only way to do yeah. This city is outrageous. Uh, it takes now. I just walked from 48th Street. You know why? Why? It would have taken me 20 minutes to get here by cab. <laughs> you know, Six the, blocks. Because the congestion around here it's is terrible. crazy. Anyway. Uh, but uh, really fast to finish my story. So, oh, sorry. So uh, I guess they did that so the trucks could have some spots to unload their uh, their goods without getting the tickets. So I parked on the other side. I'm, mind you, I'm a couple blocks from my house. I, I was dropping my kids off at school, and I'm like, you know what? I got the car. I, I want to go to the gym. I'll just park instead of walking all the way home and walking back up to, to, to Columbus Avenue. So I, I parked my car, and I, and I hit max on my uh, my parking ticket, assuming that's gonna be <laughs> it's going to be $2, because that's how it's been for a million years, yeah. right? I see the ticket. $10.75 to park for two hours. I'm a block from my house. Not a block, but about three three or four blocks from my house. They snuck that one past us. Parking used to, what, when did that start, Mike? Is, do you know? No, but I have the police plaque, so I'm okay, Ope. You're good. <laughs> I actually You're, don't even have a car, so I don't yeah, I just, the little guy, I say this all the time to my wife. I'm going to say it now. Yeah. The little guy in this country just doesn't have a shot. No. And they don't. Re the good news is most of them don't realize it. Yeah. Because if they did realize it, it'd be a revolution in the streets like yeah. they're trying to do in Paris. It's just I just really feel like now you and I, of course, have careers. You know, we have resources. I'll be honest about it. I've been working for a long time. You have too. Right. But I, I, oh, I started you, on the other side of the tracks. Could you slow down a little bit? You said we both have careers. <sighs> <laughs> we we both amble our way through no, things. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you in this scenario. You have a career. Oh, stop it. I'm I'm getting my career back. But you did start on the other side of the tracks. I started on the other side of the tracks. And yeah. I, so I still have that sentimentality and that ethos. And I just feel like every freaking week, this country stacks it against the average guy. Yeah. It's just nonstop. Baggage fees for airlines. Yeah. They told us that the reason they started charging baggage fees was because of the, the gas. Yeah. That was eight years ago. Yeah, the gas and went way down. It, they haven't taken it off. No, of so course not. So you're a family of four. Okay, and you're trying to take a trip. You got to pay for the flights, and now you got four yeah. bags. It's a hundred dollars just for the bags. And, Come and, on, dude. And get, going back to the cabs because we're not going to get off it now, which is okay. <laughs> One of their surcharges was all about the the gas prices going up, and then the gas dropped down. You know, it, it's fluid; it goes right. up, it goes down, but it's way down uh, compared to when they put that surcharge on the cab rides. Did but it they, go down? Did the surcharge go down? They, they, they just left it on there. So as they give you, so as they start a new tax, they're not taking it away in general. Next time you guys get. Your your bill look at your cell phone bill and look at all the fees and taxes i went over my bill it was like 40 dollars right in all this other stuff yeah. it was unbelievable <laughs> yeah. and i just said my goodness we're getting taken left and right yeah and now all these guys running for president here's the deal you know what yeah Take some simple issues. Right. Take the average guy issues. Right. Say you're going to take a stand. Six dollars at an ATM to withdraw your yeah. own money. Yeah. Six dollars. So the bank that you're drawing it from hits you. Your bank hits you. Yeah. You're at six dollars in. Well, no, why? Because banks in general are a complete waste of time. You don't get anything for your money anymore. Nothing. There's no interest and, rates anymore. You get no yeah. interest on your money, and right. they they loan it out to people yeah. and they get ten percent. The only reason banks in general are in business is because of those ATM fees. Think about <laughs> That's it. That's right. People it's, are lined up all day long just paying th between three and six dollars to take their own money out it's unbelievable so i just say that you know give me a presidential candidate i don't 
I'm not talking about the party. Uh, Give me suck. a candidate that's going to speak to real issues for people. All this other highly intellectual blah, blah, blah. No, let's talk about stuff. The cable bill is outrageous. Right. All these charges that the average guy is struggling under. Right. You know, and by the way, the average guy is not trying to own a Maybach or a Rolls Royce. <laughs> right. They just want to own maybe a Toyota yeah. and not have a $500 note. Yeah. Right. They're not asking for, my point is they're not asking for too right. much. And yet every day is like a slog. It's the, terrible. They're, uh, they're just a uh, uh, looking for some uh, some room, you know. That's it. We all live uh, pretty much paycheck to paycheck. One dumb thing goes wrong, and you're destroyed. 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 That's so- not how America should be. No. And then everyone's babbling about Trump. Trump this. F Trump. I love Trump. 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 And, and everyone's being taken. Everybody's I, being I'm, taken. I'm a guy. You know, a lot of people think I lean left. I probably lean more. I I really think I'm more of a moderate. But whatever. But living in New York City, it's hard not to be a. a, yeah, a bit, you're center uh, left. Thank you. It's yeah, hard yeah, not yeah. to be if you live in New York City because yeah. you see everything. Uh, but where my thought is on politics is that I think the system in general is broken. None of these guys are going to make your life that much better. Who was the last president that really, truly made people's lives that much better? And you can't even really say Obama. Obama moved the needle a little bit. Uh, Trump is moving the needle a little bit for the other side. But in general, it's not to the extent where people are like, wow, look at my life. It's great now. I know. Let me tell you something. I thought with Trump, I thought seriously in the beginning that here was a guy who was going to go in and break all this crap up because really it's the gridlock in Washington. Right. So I thought you have an, an, an outsider who's going to come in and bang heads yeah. and not care about his favorability within the beltway, as they say. Yeah. Instead, he hires all these people who are insiders, <laughs> yeah. lobbyists. Yeah. They, I saw a graphic where like all the people who are running a lot of departments, yeah. they were lobbyists in that particular discipline. Yeah. That's exactly the opposite of what we wanted him to do, was right. to go in there and just change the whole complexion of this thing. It has, ha- Someone's got to get in that office and say, you know what? I literally am going to deal with small issues. Right. Right? I'm going to attack for the average guy to make his life better. Yeah. School debt and the taxes and all these companies. You get this, you have 50000 or 60000 in school debt. And then these companies make millions of dollars trading your debt. Yeah. So they sell your debt to another company. Yeah. They sell it to another company. Meanwhile, you can't keep track of who has your loan. No. So you miss a payment. And now your, your credit is it's just... Right. I uh mm. wow now you're getting into other things and, and we're gonna talk about clean and lean don't worry but this is the stuff that'll keep people uh, tuned into this podcast I promise you I know this stuff Doctor Ian Smith wow you just uh, so first of all the 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 college uh, um, loan thing yeah, yeah my brother's in finance uh, he used to work on Wall Street now he just day trades from his house in the middle nice. of nowhere nice and he just like he's trading on a, a 16th of a point all day long <laughs> big big sell buy sell buy I once saw his tax. You know, his tax papers for the year because of all the trading yeah. he does. It was almost uh, up to my waist from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. But anyway, he says that whole bubble is about to burst. The, co- the whole uh, college uh, loan scam is about to it's burst. It's going to be a mess. Because you shouldn't be uh, paying that much money to send your col- uh, your kid to college. And then most of them come out of college in ridiculous debt. Unbelievable. And so bad things happen, right? So they have all this debt. They can't get a job to support it. Or they get a job they don't want because they're getting a job for the money to try to pay that debt. Yeah. So now you have an unhappy person in a job they don't want to be in who's not as productive as he could be because he doesn't really like what he's doing. Right. And it's just a vicious cycle. The other part, and I'll end on all this no, my ventings. But the other part is we have got to change the IRS. It's got to be changed. Yeah. The system needs to be absolutely demolished. 
Go to the ground floor. Oh, are you going to be audited? <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a complete mess. Listen, everyone needs to pay their fair share. I agree with that. Right. But it's too complicated. The fact that you need to pay a, 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 a accountant 500 250 whatever, an hour to figure out your taxes because the tax code is 600 pages or whatever it is, is ridiculous. Well, they set that up so the average person... Isn't going to get, you know, all their refund back. Yeah. They purposely do that. Of they they, they purposely make it confusing because they know they're going to make money off you that is really yours if you knew how to fill out this stuff properly. Flatten the IRS. Have you ever tried to call the IRS? Do you know I Why called the other- do that? I, I won't even call my cable company at this point. <laughs> I called. I couldn't get the Grinch on demand. I was like, ah, sorry, kids. We're just not watching this. I ain't dealing with it's those too, people. Let me tell you something. It took me 45 minutes to get a live person. Yeah. 45 minutes. I had to keep hanging up because I was in this thread, like this auto thread. So I had to, I had to actually, to get a live person, I had to hit the wrong numbers. Right. So if it's, even though I was calling for A, yeah. I pretend I was calling for D because D would get me a live person yeah. on the phone. Yeah, yeah. 45 minutes, I'm trying to explain something to the lady. Yeah. She hangs up on me by accident or purpose. Forty-five minutes. Don't say by accident. They they they, they she, pleasure in that. She hangs up the. So I'm like, are you serious? It's the system's broken. Yeah. People need to pay their fair share. But yeah. you know what's going to have to happen? Whatever they make, I don't know. I'm, I'm sh- the numbers there. Whatever they make on um, taxes, right? Income taxes. The Congress has to say. Let's just say it's one trillion dollars. Yeah. Cap it. Yeah. Okay. Because their argument, the politicians going to argue, geez, if we only take in half a trillion, then now we can't pay for all these programs. Okay. Guess what? We as a country have decided we'll let you have a trillion dollars of our money back to support. Now you got to figure out how to make that trillion dollars work. That's it. There's no more. Right. That's it. And we're going to cap it. It's just, it's just. This is the stuff you should have been talking about on Fox and Friends instead of Kale. <laughs> Talk to you. Kale suck. That's my next book. You have a lot. You have a lot to say. Uh, customer service, though, no, they they hang up on you on purpose. And how many of us, as, as you're in the system, frustrated? Like press two for this, press three, press four, press one. If you want to speak to, press this, and then you just start screaming. And no, you know they're listening in on this. Like of they a are. real person. <laughs> or how about someone in this country? Right. How about some? And, and it's not. This is not a xenophobic statement. Before you start saying, no, it was I'm just be, cheaper the, to to farm my, that out to to right. India and other countries. But Everyone my, knows that. And I'm not against the countries. My point is though, they can't understand local stuff. Right. Right. So I'm talking to you. If I talk to you, I can talk to you about situations. Even if you haven't been in that situation, you can understand the context. Right. They can't understand the context. No. So I'm having this conversation with someone. They're speaking English fine, but they don't understand what I'm really saying. Right. You know it's just. It's crazy. It's hey, listen. Whoever's listening to me, let me start now. The begin. We're at the beginning. We're freaking halfway through this podcast yeah, 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 already. Yeah, yeah. We are actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, but my. Um, Instagram is at Dr. Ian Smith. Beautiful. People on Instagram hit me up and said, when are you going back on Opie's show? Of Someone course. just did that. So it's at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out. I-A-N Smith. The first five people who follow me and say that they heard me on O's podcast, I'm going to send you a free copy of Clean and Lean, my 30-day program to lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. But please, first five to do it. I will send you a free copy of Clean and Lean. Listen, guys, do it fast because this happens all the time. And someone's number 300 and they're like, did I win? Dude, you're 300 in. Like, you got to do it fast. So I'm announcing oh, it now in the beginning of the podcast. I just realized I wasn't following you. I'm, I'm officially following oh, you. Good, I'll follow you back. Look, 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 at I'm a very, look at me. I just posted an Oprah quote. 
Oh, he's the oh, you're with, with the caption, Oprah, Oprah is the best. Giant boobs and deep wisdom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something very sentimental about yeah. how spiritual she is. Well, I, I guess her spirit comes underneath all that. No, I listened to her podcast, Super is Soul it Sunday. It's amazing. And, and she's from Chicago like you. Now I got to read what she posted. At this stage in my life, I only talk to who I want to talk to. Yeah, like that. Case in point, Dr. Yeah. Ian Smith. Uh, this is a truth whether you have a, a talk show or not. Whatever you're doing in your life, you need to surround yourself with people who s- stimulate, inspire, and lift you up, who are going to give you energy and not take energy away from you. If you're around people who are t- uh, taking energy away from you, that's a sign from your instinct, your inner voice, your intuition saying, let them go. Mm. Isn't that nice? It's true, actually. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, you can't always control who you're around, but I do agree with the premise, which is that people who are negative and, and energy sucking, you got to get them out of your life. Yeah. I so so uh, I gained a few pounds over the winter, Dr. Ian Smith. I see it. You see it? Oh, God, here we go. What this is the? what I do, dude. It's not a lot. It's a few. That's normal. What? How the? dare you? you I'm oh, your friend boy. for 100 years. You think I'm going to be dishonest with you? Well, I got two kids. There's, uh, there's treats in the house all the time. Stop. I Stop. Mm-mm. No, I don't, don't do that. No, I I usually don't touch them. Oh, okay. You're but saying it's you're... really hard. And then you know, last night I might have had some pink berry with some uh, fruity pebbles, but I'm on a diet right now. <laughs> what diet? I'm I'm just trying you to trader. eat. No, I'm trying to eat better and just move more. And I'm I'm only going for a pound a week uh, weight loss, and I've already lost five. And How I want to lose, lose another. I'm going to lose another seven. I can take that seven off you in two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. I can name that tune in three days. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. I, I had a really long beard because maybe I was going through some depression. I don't know. And uh, You and Letterman. <laughs> yeah, me and Letterman. Oh, the beard was bad until yesterday. Let me explain that in a second. So then I looked in the mirror one day and I thought my eyes were looking too close together in, in the middle of my face. And I realized I might have a little like like fat in my face for the first time in my life. So I'm like, I got to do something about this. So I've been uh, losing a pound a week. I'm back on my butt. Biking, going to the gym and doing yoga and all that. Uh, and then last night, I, I allowed my kids to, to uh, cut my beard. How does it look? Nice. How does they it look? cut it for you? Yeah. How does it look? Is it, it looks little, great. Is it a little spotty? Uh, no, it Mike looks good. Mike is a little spotty? In the front, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How old are your kids now, by the way? Uh, are you allowed to say, do you talk about your yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't know my kids, but I, I talked to them uh, in a very broad yes. sense. So okay, I, I got. Let's skip that question. But no, no, I got my my son's going to be nine. Jeez. Uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it probably is nine. And then um, my daughter's six and a half, and they both cut my beard off uh, for me last night. <laughs> Open. Let me say something. And I decided I was going to go a day without fixing it. So it looks good. It has right. a little rugged look. <laughs> you have Nordic descent, no? Uh, why? Because of the beautiful blue eyes. Just the whole you look <laughs> I, I guess. No, I'm uh I'm a little of everything. I'm a mutt. You're No, I'm a mutt. You are for real? I got a little Irish. I got uh what else do I got? English. I uh I got some Canadian stuff, whatever I that is. I got you in Scandinavia somewhere. Yeah, I got a little of that. With me being a I got Polish. And I know the Canadian thing's weird, but I'm just saying my my mom's father was from Canada. We don't know much about that side of the family, but he originally was from Canada. So, so whatever they are. Yeah. So let me say something to you. Oh, and I, oh we correlate 0.01% sub-Saharan. Sub-Saharan. <laughs> and you know where it is, brother. You know where it is. Sub-Saharan. It, it ex- Sub-Saharan Africa. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know where that 0.01 is. Guess what? 
Everyone's got that, believe it or not. They don't want to hear it, but everyone, <laughs> everyone's got like a speck <laughs> in there, believe me. It all started there. It all started there, but I'm not going to say. I'm not going to get political. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I was in Egypt over the Christmas. Yeah. 4,000 years ago, kid. Those are the originators. I'm just, I know okay. you don't like to hear that, but. I don't, no, I don't care. Not you. I'm just saying, I know people don't like to hear that, but hey, we all come from the same. I'm pretty open minded. I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of people that, uh, let's just say they, they, their ideology is a bit different than mine. And then they all been doing the, uh, you know, the DNA stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever one you choose. Yeah. And they're all coming back with a little sub Saharan in them. And I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, ah. After all these years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, okay. oh, oh, it, oh, and it pisses them off. That's right. Too. That's right. <laughs> oh, there must be something wrong with this test. <laughs> yeah, throw the test away. Okay, listen. Two and a half weeks, seven pounds. I got you. Let me tell you why clean and lean work. Can I just tell you, please? Well, can I can I set up by saying this? Your yeah. new book is called Clean and Lean by Dr. Ian Smith. Thirty days, thirty foods, a new you. Um, I, your last book, Clean Twenty. No, man. Before that, blast the sugar out. No, your ancient nine. Oh, oh, ancient nine. Sorry, you talk about my ancient novel. Ancient nine, your novel. You're listen to me. Going to my heart. Don't go into L- my heart like that. Listen to me. Uh, last time I talked to you on the podcast, we went to the Harvard Club. Yes. And we talked about that book. I read every single word, and you, you know, did. if you go you back did. and listen to the, uh, the, you don't remember. No, I said you did. Oh, you read every. You knew no, all that. The, was there was a question mark. A question there was a question mark. Thank no, you. Was, absolutely not. No, no, no. I, this you know. is how big of a star he is now. No, He's no. Like, oh, oh, but no. I kind of remember talking. No, to him. because I'm going to buttonhole what you say. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going right. to buttonhole what you say. Watch. All right. So I, we met. Tell him we again where we were at the Harvard Club. Right. And man, that was fancy schmancy <laughs> with a guy just coming over, just serving coffee and tea. <laughs> And Dr. Ian Smith was nervous that I was going to act out. <laughs> he was so nervous. Well, you do have a little history, let's just say. We were in this giant room with, with like art on the walls that had to be it's close, called, close it, to 100 years old. It's called the Grand Hall. The Grand Hall, yes. And we had a great podcast. And I loved that book, for real. The and, Ancient and, Nine. So and go back and listen to that podcast. Go it's back funny. and listen to that podcast. But also, if you don't want to listen to that podcast, uh, go and get the book. It's really, really good. It's in paperback now. And, and, and uh, you were telling me me through text message uh, when we're setting up this podcast that it might become a movie right so ready for this i'm gonna buttonhole what you just said yeah may 6th i'm going back to the harvard club to have lunch with a hollywood producer who's optioned the book to make it a movie damn i said i'll have i'll take usually they want to take us i'll take you to lunch right let's go to the harvard club so we're gonna go back they're they're selling it this guy did wolf of wall street really great film the same producer so hey fingers crossed fingers crossed that uh it works but are you okay if they change your book to the to a point where you're like come on this isn't my book i wrote the script I wrote the script. The movie script? Yes, I wrote wow. it. So you already changed it up a little bit. No, no, no. But I, I, at least I have the first draft of the script. Okay. So they're going to come off of my stuff. Great. You know, so it's good. Knock on wood. Hope everything works out. You got a part uh, for the Opster? I'm trying to get all my people in in some way. I'm not kidding you. Like, I'm like, I may only have one shot at this. So I want people just to have something. Even if, like, there's a scene, you know, the scene where they're going out to, uh, to the country to do that outing that day. Yeah. Uh, and they're on the buses and they're, like, fooling around drinking. Yeah. Like, even put one of my friends as a bus driver. That's easy, right? Yes. So you get one shot of seeing the bus driver's face, right? I don't want to be a bus driver. Oh, jeez, dude. I, I'm I trying to... I want to squeeze everyone I can in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but a bus driver. You want to be the kid? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's one role that there are a lot of little incidental roles. Yeah, that'd be that, cool. That people can be squeezed in. So, no, uh, it truly is a great book, and the characters are so good. You're, I would assume you're going to write another one uh, based on that type of. Uh, well, I got between, story. Well, between you and me, it's out on the podcast. But I, I signed a. Two no, book trust me, it's still between me and you. <laughs> Stop it! I signed a two book deal to do a. I'm doing a private investigator series. 
of a PI in Chicago right. who used to be in the Chicago Police Department, right. left kind of under a cloud, not his cloud, but the department's cloud, had a huge settlement, so he's financially set, like you, uh, and then he picks cases that he wants. He's very selective. Wow. So people come to him to try to find these very, to solve these interesting cases, and most of the time he says, nah, I got a golf, this is my peak golf season. Yeah. And then they'll say something that really catches attention, and it's never about the money, it's always about like, what is really happening here? So anyway, awesome. I got a two book deal on that. That's so, awesome. Um, Good for you. My first draft is due in two months. Jeez, I got to start writing it. No, no offense. <laughs> I, I know you're, you know, the, the diet books are really good, and I've read almost all of them. Yeah. But I was so surprised at how good that book was. I love that book. And I know that's sort of an insult, but it's no, a no, it's too. Too. I was just surprised because it was such a left turn for you. I'm like, what? It's a novel? Dr. Ian Smith wrote a novel? You're not by yourself. A lot of people like, you wrote this? And then yeah. it's based uh, uh, in Harvard and Secret Boston societies. and Harvard Square and all that stuff, which I love. I miss Boston <laughs> so too. much. Me too. Uh, anyway, and, and really fast, uh, yeah. how, how is Chicago before we move on to clean and lean? It's good. You know, we're recovering from this Jussie Smollett nonsense. What's your thoughts on that? Come on. Everyone in Chicago knew right from the beginning yeah. that it was bullshit. Of course. His story that it was bullshit. It didn't make any sense. Right. My wife and I are lying in bed, and the local news came on, which I don't watch very often because I can't. Local news is just all bad stuff. It, it's just <laughs> all Can I just do this for a second? Here's all the bad things that are happening right around you. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. So and, we don't even watch it, but we were watching national programming. You know, at night, then the yeah, local yeah. comes on. Yeah. So we hadn't changed the TV yet to Nat Geo, which I love, by the way, at night. Right. Nice little way to go to sleep. Love Nat Geo. Love Nat Geo. So anyway, so this thing comes on, and we're lying in bed, looking at each other like, both of us at the same time, like, this don't <laughs> make no sense whatsoever. Yeah. We knew from the beginning that it was nonsense. First of all, the air... Look, I'm going to get in trouble doing this. My kids told me not to talk about this publicly, but I'm just going to say these you things. you got to talk about know, it publicly can I just say th- because you're, you're a smart person. I just want to say the things. This that is did- the good stuff, by the way, that gets people talking. Okay, I want to say not this. Kale. <laughs> not Kale. Not well, I, <laughs> I already told you Kale sucks. Listen, right from the beginning, number one, the area where this happened in Chicago is the Gold Coast. It's like Fifth Avenue. Right. There are cameras every five feet. Yeah. The fact that no camera caught this alleged right. episode that's insane, right there. Number two, it's two something in the morning. Yeah, we had just, I think, gotten over the polar vortex. Yeah, it's freezing out in Chicago at that time of the year at two in the morning. Someone's going to get a subway sandwich at two something in the morning. Now I understand that actors and singers have late n- night. Yeah, but two o'clock in the morning, you want to go to a subway to get a sandwich, and you go in that particular place, and then someone at that time of the morning is wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> right. In the Gold Coast of Chicago. Yeah. And they're carrying a rope. Yeah. To make it to and bleach. Yeah. Really? Come yeah. on, guys. This is stuff. That's a stretch. Here's the problem. I wouldn't it was believe too it, hard. If it if it was in a novel. It was too much. Right. Right? Like, you could, you should have done just two of those things. Yeah. You try to do too much, and it didn't make sense, and then all of a sudden now it's a mess. And then the, the, the prosecutor handled it wrong, right? They should have taken it to trial. In most of these cases, just for the record, and I got to dump out of this, otherwise my wife's going to kill me. But here, this kind of case... Most of these cases, they don't bring them to trial. They plea them out. Right. They get a guilty plea from them. Right. And they give them community service, blah, blah, blah. That's the usual case. Not just for a celebrity. For 5,000 cases is what they do. Yeah. Here's the problem with this case. The first thing that happened was Tina Chen, who worked for the Obamas, made a call to the prosecutor. Mistake number one. You don't meddle with a prosecutor. Let the prosecutor do what, do what she or, or he has to do. That was the first problem. So it already looks like interference on his behalf. Then the prosecutor recuses herself and says, I'm not going to do it. Okay, 
that looks good. But come to find out she didn't really recuse herself. She's still talking to her deputies about the case. Yeah. Then you decide to drop the charges. When you drop the charges, the typical way, and all the other states' attorneys have said this, when you drop a charge like this, you first extract a guilty plea from the person. So they say, I'm guilty. Then you don't prosecute it, and they agree to the penalty. You allow, you drop the charges without getting him to say he was guilty. Right. Why? That's insane. It's just a mess. And Chicago has enough problems. Well, that's why I was asking we you don't about need, Chicago. We don't need this no. guy coming here, doing this nonsense, and now he's created this firestorm on top of the other problems we already have that are organic to our city. Anyway. Can I ask you one last thing yeah. about it, though? Yeah. So why why is it that it depends on your color whether you're going to support the guy or not? Oh, that's a good that question. That drives you me insane. Know, you know why? On both sides, by the way. I'm not. I know. This I happens know. with white people and black people and everyone in between. This it depends up. on what color the person is, whether you're going to say I'm supporting him or, or going to say he's full of shit. Because people are very tribal. All I understand are, that. Are tribal. And what happens is you do not allow your intellectual abilities to override the tribalism that inherently exists in all of us, by the way. And so what happens is because we're such a divided society and race has played such a big deal, unfortunately, that's your first instinct is to say they're trying to ramroad the guy. Right. right? That's from the black side you say, This guy's they're trying to ramroad him. This is their this is them going after one of us again. From the white side, they say Look at these guys. These guys, this is what they do. They're all they're all gangsters. They're all, you know, illegal people. Even the people who have some means, they still, they're always doing something nefarious. Yeah. So those kind of instincts, unfortunately, play out. And so when something happens, we bring that baggage to it rather than looking at it through an open mind. I'm African-American. I looked at it, and right away, I didn't see color. Right. I said, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. So I do, I work, I've worked my whole life to make sure that I try to approach every person, every situation, not from the color side, but does this make sense to me intellectually? And that case made no sense. What bothers me, though, is that a lot of other people, I have a lot of friends who are on his side, and I, who are black, I kept trying to explain to them, hold on for a second, look at the facts of the case. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. You're speaking emotionally, because yeah. you don't want this black guy to get like, but it's not about black or white. Right. This isn't a black or white issue. And come to find out, the two guys, yeah. were they white? Black. No, they're black. <laughs> yeah, they're, right. They're Nigerian. Yeah, it's just a mess. That, wow, that is great. Thank you for saying that. It's a mess. You know, I was, I wasn't a kid, but when I, when I finally realized that's how it, it works in this country was the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh, jeez. You had white people openly crying their eyes out, and black people were throwing a party. Like, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is a tragedy for everybody. everybody. For everybody. And, and, and there's no celebrating here. None. None. It was the. It was. That was. That's was when that crazy? I. Re- that's when I realized, that. like, wow, it's it's not about the facts. No. It's not no. about your intelligence anymore. It's really truly comes down to what color you are. And, and I'm like, that's and the country, insane. The country has got to move beyond that. And the climate. Well, it happens with our politics it, too. Well, I was going to say the climate that we're in now. The reason why this is a dangerous climate is because it's bringing up, and f- igniting. These old things that we've all, all of us, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, we've all tried to bury these things and put them in our past. Yeah. And the climate now is just bring it, bubbling it to the top. And that's right. bad for us. Of course Because now is. we got to spend how many more decades into our kids' lives trying to get it to beat it back down again. Right. It, there's, you may feel good in the moment and you may feel like you have some momentum right now. But guess what? 
this look at our history this is going to go away and people are going to be embarrassed by this i'm yeah. telling you yeah going after people and migrants and, and immigrants and stuff like that and the way that people are going after them these are human beings right. like like have some compassion i'm not saying that we shouldn't follow law and order but there's a way to do it compassionately but vilifying people and making false accusations and saying that they're going to rape people and mug people and kill people you see the pictures of people these are people who are like i said earlier in the podcast people who are have little of nothing. Yep. They're trying to get just a better. They're not trying to get your mansion, by the way. Forget it. They don't even want your three bedroom apartment. They want a one bedroom apartment. They'll put six people in it. Yep. That's all they want with a roof over the head so the sun and water don't affect them. Come on, guys. We got to be fair. And yeah. by the way, we all oh, are going to die. Oh, you pissing off people oh, right yeah. now. I know, oh, yeah. I know, I know. But, but let me tell you something. I like this. But let me tell you something, though. Because I agree with you more than I don't. Let, let me tell you something. We're all. And gonna, I have no problem saying that. We're all going to die. All of us. And all this stuff that we have, we're not going to take with us. Yeah. So think about being a human. Think about having some compassion. Think about leaving this place better for your kids and your grandkids. That's how I live my life. Like, I don't want to consume everything. Yeah. You know, the whole point of this whole, uh, 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 this green stuff is not that, you know, you want to piss people off, but it's like, let's leave the earth right. in a better place because we're leaving. Like I said, I was in Egypt. They built that stuff 4,000 years. 4,000 years ago, those guys were over there building stuff. Where are they now? They're gone. They're dust. Right. So you and I are going to be dust. So let's leave the place in a Wait, did place. you see the pyramids? Oh, my goodness. So what is Life-changing. Life. Listen. Why is, why is it life-changing? I don't care what you say. I've been to Notre Dame. I've been to the Eiffel Tower. I've been all over London. I've been to China, the Great Wall. Were you at Notre Dame recently? No, I was not. <laughs> 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 don't get me in that mix. I love that laugh. Yeah, don't, get, don't get me in that mix. Uh, but I've been to Notre Dame several times. Why me, is the pyramids life changing? Because you look at it and you realize that those pyramids and the Sphinx and the temples, everyone talks about the pyramids with the temples too, that in my opinion, I've seen a lot of this stuff. In my opinion, it's the greatest craftsmanship of man in history. Because think about the time that they did it and what the, tool, the tools that they had to do it and look at how they've lasted in their splendor. When you see and touch the pyramids, you just, it's life changing. You just are humbled by the fact that people 4,000 years ago could actually have the ingenuity and the physical ability to make these things without machines, without electricity, without all kinds of stuff. It's just life. Egypt well, is life changing. Uh, but, but why is it that we can't truly figure out how they did it? We, we, do, we know how some... We're getting there, I guess. Yeah, but, but one, some one, way they are... did it, one way they did it was they started at the base. Yeah. And then they would build dirt ramps in circular fashion. So every time they finished a layer, they would push the stones up the dirt ramp. Think about it, going around and around and around until they got to the top. That's the only way they could do it. But even still, the brute force, some of those stones that you look at, they're bigger than this room. Yeah. Some of those stones are four, 6,000 pounds. Right. And so the way they had to move the stones, sometimes it could take them months to move a stone, you know, 20 feet. It's ridiculous. The pyramids are great. And yep. the Sphinx is great, too. But then there are people that uh, believe that aliens might have been involved. Oh, and you know what's fascinating? <laughs> you went with OGs on that. Why are you rolling your oh, eyes? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What I say, you know what's fascinating about the pyramids? I was there. Yeah. It's because the harsh conditions in Egypt. It's 120 degrees. It's sandstorms, and they're still perfectly there. It's unbelievable. When you're, you stand next to one and you look up, you're like, one brick is 11, sometimes 11 feet. <laughs> Haven't they said that it, it could have been a rainforest back in the day, too, or a lot, a lot greener? Well, they think that the, the rocks were closer than they are. Yes. It's the Sahara Desert. Yes. Yeah. 
and there was and the river the river so what happened was the river swelled yeah and when it swelled it helped them be able to take all the materials in the rocks and then what happened is the the river contracted so they used the river to transport a lot of the stuff it's just amazing it's crazy it's crazy what did, what did it make you think about it just made me think that we think we're so great and we're not right right we think we're so great we think that we have it all skyscrapers blah 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 you know uh, we we've evolved because of technology, but when you think about greatness, and this is the problem I think with most of Americans is that we have to realize we are citizens of the world. Every country thinks that they're the greatest, yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, but you also have to be respectful that the Parisians are great, that the British are great, that the Greeks are great. Everyone has greatness. Well, the problem is we all think we're we're in the greatest country in the world, but we've never really seen a lot of countries. Well, that's why I wish Amer- Americans would we, travel more. We just blindly say America is the greatest country in the world. Can I tell you something? And it if, seems like uh, it's pretty damn good, obviously. But if you travel more, yeah, you'll understand and love your country even more. Oh, beautiful. how about that? I like that. You'll realize that there's a bigger world out there, but you'll also will love your country and realize why you love it. It gives you context of why you love your country. Okay. And there's some and you also realize there's some things with the country that aren't great. Right. By the way. Which is okay. No one's perfect. But you'll still I, I love my every time I leave. What do you love about America home. that you learned uh traveling overseas? I love this podcast. I love the openness of what? America. The openness. When I was in China and Morocco, you know, a lot of countries are closed in the way that um you like America and and it sounds trite, but you can you're free to do stuff. Seriously, we have, a, we have a lot of choices here. You have choices. Yeah. A lot of countries, you don't have choices, either that one or that one. For us, well, you know, you could go to all these different schools. You could go to all these different restaurants. It's just we, we don't realize how much choice we have. And um, I just think that that is great about America. And, and other countries, unfortunately, particularly in Asian countries, jeez. Yeah. Okay, we got to pause right here. Jeez, I thought I was going to get some tips on how to lose a few pounds for the summer. Instead, a race riot is brewing in my house, and I feel like I'm listening to the History Channel. But that's cool. This next sponsor will help me out, and you. And then we'll come back with more interesting conversation with Dr. Ian Smith on Opie Radio. Robert. Opie. When are you going to get in shape? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I've lost a shitload of weight. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you using Open Fit? I am using Open you Fit. You are? Yes, and I'm eating better. And you're eating better. I'm on an all barbecue, no barbecue sauce diet, if that makes any sense. Is that uh, like a new diet? I, I don't I don't I, think it's on my Open Fit app. It's probably I love my Open Fit open and I didn't see no barbecue diet. I just eat all the meat that Carl cooks. That's oh, it. Oh, there you go. See, that's the dilemma we have. We want to, you know, stay in shape and 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 look terrific, and but then we have our best friend there, Carl, tempting us with all these delicious, unhealthy meals. Well, I just cut the sauce out and I cut the uh, bread out. Huh? I just eat the meat. All right. Well, getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? We just explained that. Yes, it is. Open Fit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. Lose the commute to the gym and let the workouts come to you. This is perfect. It's right on your phone or your tablet. I'm telling you. Because that's what you hear from people like, oh, I love to get in shape, but I don't have the time to get to the gym. And I got the kids and I got bah, bah, bah. As long as you got a phone or a, a tablet, uh, you can work out anywhere. Yep. Anywhere. And you don't have to work out for as long. For the longest time, people thought, well, I'm not going to see any results unless I spend like the whole day in the gym. That's not true, man. And OpenFit explains all this stuff to you. 
OpenFit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. I love OpenFit. I've been using it more and more. I've been going to a gym and I've had a trainer and all that, but then OpenFit came to the Opie Radio podcast, so, so I started fooling around with that, and I'm like, oh my God, these guys really know what they're doing. They have workouts catered to you personally, whether it's like yoga or something a little more challenging. And then they got all these articles on how to eat right and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Huh? Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah, you look good too. <laughs> well, thank you, Robert. <laughs> And everyone's bodies are different, and OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with custom, tailored, original content, amazing trainers and classes. Super simple, like I said. Access anywhere and anytime. Uh, you can view on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, or the smartphone. And Roku, by the way. Let's not forget about the Roku people. Uh, results you can see lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. Oh, yeah. Talk about your experience. I did talk about my experience. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I have passion for my advertisers. OpenFit has changed the way I work out, and with my code OP, O-P-I-E, you could join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use my code OPIE, O-P-I-E, and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text OPIE, O-P-I-E, to 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts, and nutrition information, which is very important, totally free. Again, just text OPIE, O-P-I-E, to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Thank you, OpenFit. Paid for by National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, NHTSA is working hard to combat texting while driving. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you can feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. Trains are often going a lot faster than you expect them to be, and they can't stop. Even if the engineer hits the brakes right away, it could take a train over a mile to stop. By that time, what used to be your car is just a crushed hunk of metal, and what used to be you, well, better not think about that. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop even if it sees you. The result is disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. I want to welcome Pro Flowers back to the Opie Radio Show uh man, we got to take care of our mother's Mother's Day right around the corner. What are you doing? You know she's special and you want to do something nice for you and you're sitting there panicking like, oh my God, what do I do? Uh, you got to call Pro Flowers. Their flowers are nice, real nice, real fresh. Uh, I will be calling for my wife because my kids are too small to, to order their own Pro Flowers. So I will make the order to Pro Flowers. I'm going to get some great roses. Then I'm going to put my son's name and my daughter's name on the card. And I'm going to be all set there, Robert. That's awesome. I'm doing the exact same thing, but I don't have any kids. 
You don't have any kids. I don't have any kids, so it'll they'll be from me because I am old enough to call Pro right. Flowers. And I've been doing business with Pro Flowers for so many years. I know they sent me flowers. Where are they? Because I haven't seen them yet, Robert. And I know in the past, when I worked for other places, my Pro Flowers would come, and and they're they're so fresh and so nice, and everyone understands that that somebody at the office just grabbed it. And took it home with them, and then would come to me and go, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with your flowers, man. I don't know. That does explain what I saw in Tim's office. <laughs> we'll have to go deal with that in a minute. All right. I, I love, love, love Pro Flowers. Pro Flowers lets you choose from a variety of bouquets and unique vases or vases that suit every mom style. Then simply select the delivery date you want. Pro Flowers carefully packages your flowers and delivers them fresh from the farm. That is the truth. Over the years, these flowers have lasted a really long time. And express delivery means her flowers stay fresh. They cut them at the farm and they throw them in a box right away. Mm -hmm. They're smart that way. Right now, get one dozen assorted roses for $19.99, double the roses, and get a premium vase for just $9.99 more. Visit proflowers.com, click on the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's proflowers.com, click the microphone, code OPIE, O-P-I-E, Mother's Day, May 12th, so don't wait. Order like a pro and get this amazing rose deal to thank all the moms in your life. And welcome back aboard, ProFlowers. ProFlowers.com. Opie Radio. My producer, Mike. That's Mike Sappho, by the way. He's uh, a, tr- a world traveler. How many countries have you uh, been to? 79. 79 countries. Wow. And you just nailed it with Asia. We were just in Cambodia. And there's a rich part. And then we went to the poorer part. There's kids that live on the boat with one parent. The father goes out fishing for six months. The truth is kids have zero chance of ever making, ever. That's the cycle ever. And then you mentioned freedom. I just booked a ticket to Bhutan. Oh, love but it. You land there. You can't do, you have to have a driver with you the whole time. Like people don't realize. What, I don't know that place. What it, is it? It's small. It's near Nepal and India. Okay. It's one of the, they just opened up tourism. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, you know, you get there and you can't, you can't go there without getting a tourism. You yes. got to pay everything ahead. They yes. pick you up. You can't yes. leave your driver. It's not communist. Yeah. They just want everything controlled. Yes. And you don't realize you come here as a tourist, go do whatever the heck you, you, you want, want anywhere. Like, in it's the, just like, and so, some tourists are confused by it. Like, what do I do? Because there's so many options. Yeah. No one's telling them you have to do this. Mm-hmm. It's like, and that's why they just hang out in Times Square and never see New York yeah. City. Jeez. So they hang out with the, the rest of the farmers. I'm like, you're not seeing New York. <laughs> you're right. That's right. you're that's going right. to a dumb M&M store. <laughs> you can do that wherever I know, right? Right, the M&M store, right? <laughs> what are you doing? There's one in Vegas. Right. Like, <laughs> New York is M&M a void Times Square. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if, if it wasn't for Westwood One uh, being in this building. I hate Times Square. Let's go to TGIF. Why would you spend all that money to come to New York to go to TGIF? What's wrong? With you, there's a giant McDonald's right next door to us. It's like three floors. It, it, it's a pretty insane. And you see all the tours going in there. Loaded. You don't Dude, have a McDonald's. You can do in that back hometown. in Kansas, right? You can go, but in Idaho, I mean, you know. Anyway, let's talk about uh, cleaning before I get out of here. I gotta. You guys are gonna kill me. No, no, no. Uh, I gotta help people. You want to seven right, pounds? You have me going off stuff. Uh, well, but seven well, pounds. One last thing. Yeah. And I and I promise we'll finally move on because it's really important to what everything we're talking about. What drives me nuts about this country and politics in general? You got fifty percent of the population that wants the other fifty percent to think exactly like them. Oh, it's wow. never going to happen. What a great statement. But both sides have to come. What a great and move statement. Toward the middle. 
our differences. You, you watch Fox and they're like CNN and MSNBC. It's full of shit. We're going to tell you exactly how to how to think. And 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 the other side does that too. Both sides are out of their minds. It'll never happen. So it's a complete waste of time. Our differences are beautiful. They define us, but they shouldn't divide us. You shouldn't be divided by differences. Like, you're allowed to have a different opinion. Right. For example, we're talking about this Jesse Smollett case. You can have a different opinion, but I'm not going to go out and, like, punch you and throw stones at you because you believe him. Right. I just think that I disagree, but we can move on and we can still do other things. Yeah. The problem with this country is when we have differences, that's, like, absolute for us. We don't want anything to do with you. Right. We want to get personal. Right. We want to call you names. And it's not— It's, it's not, breaking up families at this point. Jeez. And, and your paycheck's not getting better. Nope. But you're losing your loved ones. Exactly. Stop it. Exactly. All right, that's it for now. All right, clean and lean. Uh, sorry, Dr. Ian Smith. A long okay. way to get to your new book, 30 Days, 30 <laughs> Foods, uh, A New You. But I, I'm telling you, people are, are digging this one. Okay. They're, they're digging this one. I promise you on that. Uh, so I got this is why I, I mentioned the, the Ancient Nine. So that book, I read every word, loved it to death. I didn't even know you had a new book. I just saw you were in town. I'm like, well, you do my podcast. Always. So, so I... So I got to tell you, I did not read this. I you don't have to read it. I don't know anything about it. There's nothing to read. How about that? Let me tell you real. I'll tell you right now what it is. It's clean eating meets intermittent fasting. Clean eating means eating reduced processed ingredients, things like synthetic chemicals, artificial sweeteners, stuff you're already doing, by the way. Right. So clean eating plus intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting means, means a period of feeding with a period of fasting. And there you take two those those two great programs, which, by the way, independently are great. One plus one does not equal two. In this case, it equals three. And let me explain to you. People on this program, and 30, it's a 30-day program, they lose on average up to 15 pounds in 30 days. 15. We have a Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. It's called Cleaner Get Leaner. Cleaner Get Leaner. We had a lady from Canada just posted last week. She's probably 160 pounds. She lost 13 pounds in 11 days. Wow. People are saying, how is this happening? Mm -hmm. Because clean eating by itself is going to cause you to uh, help you drop weight. Yeah. Intermittent fasting by itself is going to help you drop weight. Yeah. You put both those two together through the roof. Trust me. Now, let me tell you what intermittent fasting is. There's misconceptions about intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is not starvation. It simply means you're going to eat fast, eat fast. Thus the word intermittent. You're already doing it. When you're sleeping, guess what you're doing? Fasting. You're fasting. So right. we're already doing it, except now we're going to regulate it so that it's real structured. So, for example, you have a feeding window. Let's say, and the book gives you all different feeding and fasting windows you can create. It's very customizable, the book is. Let's say, for example, you want to start eating at 10 a.m. in the morning. You eat your three meals and three snacks from 10 a.m. to, let's say, 8 p.m. That's your feeding window. From 8 p.m. to 10 a.m. is your fasting window. Why does that work? That work be works because when you're fasting, your body still needs energy, but there's no food on board. Where's your body going to get energy if there's no food on board? From your, uh, your blubber. From your fat. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> fat is a storage form of energy. So you're, you're telling people to stall their breakfast. Yes. But yes. man, what, what if you're, uh, you're waking up and you're, you're just jonesing and you're, you feel like you're starving? First of all, most people don't even eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. Let's get... Let's well, get I that. do smoothies every morning. Yeah, instead. most people aren't really jonesing for breakfast. In fact, I used to have to make people eat breakfast. But I start shaking if I don't have my food. I, I'm telling, I'm, I'm bringing up all the stuff. I hear you. Everyone else I hear is you. So here's up. the deal: during your fast, you're allowed to have water. So fasting is truly just from eight o'clock at night, stop eating, which I, which I already do. I, don't, I don't do late night snacking, and then stall my breakfast until 10 a.m. It's up to you. you. You make your hours. You can do a 16 feeding, 8 fast. You can do a 14 feeding, 
10 fasting. You decide how aggressive you want to be. Obviously, the longer you're fasting, the more aggressive you are, the more successful you're going to be. So, it's, But it's up to you to do it. Doc, I was doing it. I learned it from you. I lost 23 pounds in around five months. Oh, keep saying I'm losing too much weight. I'm actually up to the 20 and 4. I fast for 20 hours now. I haven't been hungry. The first few days are tough. Yes. But remember, you start off with 16 fasting hours and then yes. 8. Then you can go down to 6. I'm at 20 and 4. I eat from 12 to 4, but I'll adjust it. Today I'm working late for my other job. Sure. So I'll eat, say, from 3 p.m. to just say 7 p.m. Then I'm and you're done. Good. You, I'm telling you, I'm never hungry. Yeah. And remember, in that thing, if you eat healthy, it's doubling up your weight loss. It's The fasting completely changed my life. So my whole family's doing I'm it. I'm just confused by the whole uh, fasting thing. You're basically really truly saying here is to stall your breakfast. Yes. Because then when 10 a.m. comes, you could eat, for, I mean, obviously you got to eat the right stuff and be smart about from 10 a.m. to around yes. 8 p.m. Here's a mistake people make. During their feeding window, they think they can eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how we are as but that's, but, And that's, that's, it's not going to work. And that's yeah. why in the book, every day I spell out your meals for you, your snacks for you, and there's exercise. Listen, Exercise will help you even increase the weight loss. Does it mean you have to go to the gym for an hour at a time? No, I put it in the book. These are exercises we can do right here in the studio. Yeah. You can do it at home. There are three tracks, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. But let me just say this about the fasting part. You decide your hours, right? You decide what your hours want to be. But you can't break the fast because if you break it by eating calories, your body then is going to go for those calories – to use for energy instead of the fat. We're trying to drive into our fat stores. And one of the big pluses of intermittent fasting is not just weight loss, reduces inflammation, reduces asthmatic symptoms, but it reduces belly fat. Right. Because it drives your body into those stores. So that's why clean and lean is so effective. That's why people are having a great time. And by the way, vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, I don't care what you are, carnivore, everyone can do it because this thing is interchangeable. It's very flexible. Yeah. And, and in his book, because you know, Doc, I checked it out, you... Oh, you keep saying you can miss breakfast. You don't have to. I have breakfast every morning, sometimes at 11 o'clock. And in your book, you can have bacon, you can have oatmeal, you can have eggs. So you can have that. Oh, so I you understand. Still having the breakfast mentality. That's I, right. As I sit here and listen, and it sounds pretty exciting, I, I'm already thinking in my head, I get up at like 5.30 in the morning. So Me too. I, I, I'm like, when you go to sleep, though, let's back. Let's do you right now. 5.30, you're up when you go to sleep. I, I would love to be in bed by 9, but oh. the, the kids stay up later than me. I know. So, I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm in bed by 10, 10.30. Okay, let's say 10. That means I would put you your last meal should not be after 8 o'clock. Yeah, no, no. Okay, so think about it. If your last meal is at 8 o'clock, you're going to bed at 10. Let's say you get up at 5.30. You're now fasting from 8 p.m. to 5. Well, I would go a little more. I'd go to 7 a.m. I wouldn't eat until 7. So if, I, if I'm up at 5.30 and my last meal is at 8 o'clock at night, I could eat breakfast at 7. 7. And, th and this will work. Oh, you're going you're gonna to text me and say, Dr. Ian, you're just you're crazy. Mm -hmm. This really is working. Right. Because you're going to keep driving your body. Give yourself about a week and a half. and get not, Well, start off by weighing yourself. Yeah. Then a week and a half you weigh yourself. And I'm telling you, if you eat the way you do, regular, and you do this fasting, it's going to work. And by the way, once again, my Instagram handle, i got to remind people. Go, go, Yeah, please. hit me on Instagram at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. The first five who hit me out, I will send you a copy of Clean and Lean. If I don't respond to you, you probably didn't get it, but the book is available everywhere. It's like 16 bucks on Amazon, Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble. And guess what? If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Go to your library. 
Yeah, How about exactly. That? <laughs> Public library will get it for you. <laughs> Free. And, and then you, you help people out with the meals when you are eating, right? Oh, yeah. Every, every See, day it's is... all about... I, I already know that it's all about knocking down the processed food, knocking down the sugar. Sugar is rough, man. Horrible. I'll tell you, the best I ever looked in my life was when I, I saw that movie, Fed Up. We talked yes. about it over the years, yeah. uh, the documentary. It scared me about sugar and how much sugar we have in our diets in America. And I just went cold turkey. And I was getting headaches and everything, not having sugar. I was studying labels. I'm like, two, this thing has two grams of sugar. No, I'm not. You know what I mean? The yogurt, everything you could imagine has sugar in it, ketchup and all this stuff. So I went, uh, I, I cut my sugar as low as you possibly can. I lost a, a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. My skin looked better. I was doing mm-hmm. a lot of smoothies. And you know what? When I was cheating a little bit with the sugar, it, it tasted awful. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like the taste of you know, sugar like anymore. But added, s- added sugars. Yeah. But slowly, but, slowly but surely, I was like, ah, oh, cookie here, a little taste of this here, a that scoop dopamine. of ice cream. You start releasing that dopamine. And then, you know, fast forward, you're back uh, addicted to sugar just like that because they say that sugar is more addicting than cocaine. Sugar is unbelievable. It, re- it, it, it stimulates the pleasure center. Dopamine is released. And when dopamine release, it feels good, hits your pleasure center, and so you want more of it. That's why, by the way, artificial sweeteners are bad for you because artificial sweeteners are 200 times sweeter yeah. than sugar. Yeah. So even though you're drinking this diet soda, it yeah. has all this artificial sweetener crap in there, and then you're more addicted. You want more sweets yeah. because now you're doing that. So I just want I people to I don't do soda, man, because I, I grew up oh. poor, so I, we never had soda in the house. Yeah, we and to either. this day, I don't. I enjoy a soda every once in a while, and I, it's really enjoyable, but right. I, I don't drink soda. But uh, I was looking up the other day, so when you're craving sugar, what are some of the – besides the book, obviously, because uh, we're talking to a lot of people right now. A lot of people are going to get clean and lean by Dr. Ian Smith and try the program for sure. But other little things, when you're craving sugar, what can you do to knock that craving down instead of going for the ice cream, the candy bar, the cookies, and, and everything else in between? Well, I have two thoughts on that, and some people may not agree with it. The First of all, if you know how you are, and if you're able to actually control yourself – and get a little sugar and be done with it. You should do it. Right. Right. There's that group of people who say, I have enough discipline where I can take a scoop of ice cream. I can have just three cho- small chocolate chip cookies. I'm that way. I eat sweets. I eat brownies and cookies. My little kids bake me cupcakes. You know, <laughs> Me and Dr. Ian Smith, when he comes to New York, we ha- hang out a little bit. He's very confusing. Well, I, I've seen him eat. I'm like, how are you so thin? But, but that's what you have to do. If you go buy a thing of cookies, I'll take two of them and I'll throw the rest out. It sucks, but it, I'm like, because I, need, I yeah. need self-control. Or I'll save it. I'll save it. So the, one, the first part is if you have control, take a little bit. Yeah. And it's okay. You're fine. If you don't have self-control. That's what I'm talking about. Number one, you cannot be around it. You simply can't start. And so what I say to people all the time is, I know this is going to sound corny, but wa- brushing your teeth, chewing gum, using mouthwash, it takes away your desire or go get something savory or get something crunchy. So, you know, almonds are great. Um, uh, celery, carrots, the baby carrots with some hummus, eat something savory, eat something with protein and fiber to counteract your sweetness and it'll go away. But you, the key is you got it. By the way, these kind of cravings don't last for a long time. They last for pre- you know, about three to six minutes. You just got to get through those three to six minutes. Right. So you got to distract yourself with other things. Well, you mentioned the toothpaste because I listen to you all the time. We're accustomed to having a big meal and then ordering dessert. If I have a big meal at home, mouthwash, and then I brush my teeth. Yes. And you know what else I have? You mentioned. And, the, that, and that's just as good as not uh, uh, slamming well, the, you the cookie the, dough ice cream. Of course you, not. But afterwards, you're like, okay. Yeah. And you know what else I do yeah. for my craving late at night because I'm up late watching sports? 
green tea, but blueberry flavored, mint flavored. Yes. Yeah, the smell itself. <laughs> yes. And remember, with the fasting, you can have coffee in the morning. You can Sorry, have tea I'm in the morning. All, I'm getting like, oh, yeah, I'm carrying this right now. I can't help myself. <laughs> it's 11 30 last night. <laughs> I'm watching baseball. I have blueberry tea. Like, <laughs> wait. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the other thing you do to get uh, distracted away from the sugar. <laughs> can I tell him? You can. Now, my whole family loves Dr. Ian Smith. They're going to listen to it. Tell him. It's okay. <laughs> it's, 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 he kind of enjoys urine play. <laughs> my okay. Fi- my fiance and I, we, yeah. Okay. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mature man, and people do all kinds of things. And you but if enjoy- it gets you away from the sugar, why well, not? Hey, <laughs> you, that's right. hey, whatever you enjoy, you enjoy. That's my crutch. Yeah, I don't, listen, have, have fun. <laughs> that's what I say. Go all the way. Geez. Life is short, dude. Come on. Have a little fun. Yeah. What else on. about the book, Dr. Ian Smith? Okay, here's the deal. I have an app out. Oh, I forgot really? to tell you. Jeez, what's wrong with me? Okay, listen. We I have an app. It's called Dr. Ian's World. So go to dreansworld.com and get the app. It's great. It has all your meals and your snacks and your exercise videos, a personal coach, right. and every week I do a video chat with everyone in the group. So if you download the app, use the promo code CLEANER. Capitalize all letters, C-L-E-A-N-E-R, cleaner, and it'll give you like 20 or 30% off of the app. But it's a great app. We have nice. hundreds of people on it. They love it. It's easy. I just think, listen, I, this is my 17th book, you know, and I got to tell you, and I'm, I'm, you, know, you should never choose your children, of course. I got to say, this may be my most effective program. Everyone on the, in the group, Cleaner Get Leaner, our Facebook group, everyone says that this is yeah. It's so easy. I love I. I truly love the concept, and I sort of do that already. I just got to hone it. And yeah, you just got to structure I'm, it. I'm going to uh, try this. Why can't you do it, Oaks? You've known me. How long have you known me? Not, how long have you known me is the question. Oh, wow. We at go back to... At least 10 years. 15 years? Jeez. Between at more than 10 years, dude. I'm not ten sure years, I remember. Well, 10 years is 2008. Oh, Christ. It's before Twelve. then. My point is... I think we met early satellite uh, radio years. You, so I started there around 2004. Yeah. So we've known You've each other known 15 years. all these years. When I tell you... But I, can I tell you? Yeah, tell me. In 15 years, this body is only... Uh, it's either 10 pounds lighter. You know, I'm, I'm within 10 to 12 pounds always. You have a great set always. point. Always. You have a great set point. You, you always. Have a, you have a very nice homeostatic mechanism. By that I mean... Your body has a set point and it vacillates down and up, but you right. don't go wild. You don't have wild swings. You're lucky, by the way. That's good. Those are good genes and right. behavior, good behavioral choices. But a lot of people, unfortunately, don't have that. I mean, a lot of people, for example, they can look at carbs and they gain 10 weight, yeah. t- 10 pounds. I mean, it's just that's... Honestly, I'm pushing around 180. I want to be 170. That's it. Jeez, I could get you there. That's it. But my problem, too, I'm, I, I have an athlete's mind because mm-hmm. I, I was brought up with basketball and sports in general. So when I go to the gym, I go all out because I don't know any better, and it just makes me feel good. Like if I'm doing running up and down the basketball court and doing sprints and this and that, I'm like, I could do that in my sleep. But then the problem is the other side of it. I'm exhausted for two or three days because I just wiped out my whole body, and I'm an older time. guy now. Why don't you work out with me one time? You? You've never worked out with me? That, I would do that. That's, I'm going to show my you problem a, workout, is, a 15-minute workout. That's it. Oh, no, I do a lot of burst training and stuff like that, hey. and I had a trainer for my back. And he he talked about this fasting thing, by the way. He's like, yo, every once in a while, I'll just skip a meal. I know you mentioned the weight. I'll weigh myself if I'm 183. I look one way. Because of the fasting, I'm one, well, now I'm like 176. But my stomach, I lost, you know, sometimes you get that sickly yes, look. Yes. Yeah. With the fasting and with eating very similar to this. My stomach is the fl- six-pack, the flattest it's ever been just because of this. Because I'm telling you, Good for you Mikey. all the research shows that 
the intermittent fasting does what? It goes into your fat stores. Look, potential benefits of intermittent fasting. One, weight loss. Two, decreased inflammation. Three, improved asthma-related symptoms. Four, uh, preserved learning and memory functioning. Five, decreased belly fat. I'm all, telling you. All right. <laughs> Jeez. I'm slouching, though, too, man. Look, you're making me sit up. One month from now, I uh, better hear from you that uh, you're down at least seven pounds. At least. That's, a right. least, that's the smallest right. number I'm going to take from you. Dr. Ian Smith, I got to tell you, this was our, our best one. Our all-time best so far? Yes, because you got deep. That, this, that stuff you were saying, and, and obviously the clean and lean stuff is really good too. That's the good stuff. More people need to just to be honest and okay, open next and time, talk. Next time, let's just have a conversation about life. We just did. Well, I know next time. We're just going to have like, hey, by the way, about Egypt, and then uh, we can wrap up. Yeah. The other thing is like when you see poor people around the world, they're not, they're not miserable in general, right? A lot of these people are... Wow, look what he just said. Let me tell you something. No, because in America, it's never good enough. It's like, this is what we do in America. If only I got a raise. If only I moved to Boston. If only, uh, you know, I fell in love with a girl with a big boobs. Uh, you know all this. It, we play the if only game in America. And then uh, when I talk to world travelers, I've talked to Mike and, uh, and Lee mm -hmm. and Anthony Bourdain over the years and Dr. Ian Smith and, and many others. They all come back and say, like, people are just happy with what they got in the rest of the world. In general. In general. Jeez. I, I want to say two things on this before yeah. we go, okay? Number one, when I was on my honeymoon um, off the South China Sea many, many years ago, we, I was staying at this little resort. And the resort, you had to go to the lodge to get internet. So in the middle, it's halfway around the world. So in the middle of the night, they'd have to come pick up in a golf cart because, of course, I lived in New York and I got to stay connected, <laughs> right? So yeah. I had to get to my internet. And one day the guys picked me up in the middle of the night and I said to the guy, you ever like go to New York or, you know, we, after four nights, we finally have a conversation. This guy and I in the middle of the jungle at night. He says, no, 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 I can't afford it. I said, you can't afford it. What do you mean you can't afford it? I said, just save your money. He's like, no, no, never, never. I go to New York. I said, well, how much do you make a month? Do you mind me asking? He says, oh, about 200 U.S. I said, 200 U.S. I said, don't you want to make more money? He said, no, I'm happy. Everything is good. Yeah. Here this guy was, and here I am making, you know, considerably more money here in New York City, trying to make more money, of course. Yeah. Finally. And this guy says, I'm happy with $200 a month. And I'm like, wow, that's so deep. And then I go to Egypt and I say to the, I always find out what people make, not because I'm trying to get in their business, but because I try to understand context and relativity. Sure. I say to the guy, what's the average that someone will make in Egypt in a year? U.S. dollars. The average person. You know what he said? Two to three thousand. Wow. I said, two to three thousand? He said, yeah. And yet people aren't, you know, going crazy. And the poor people, they're happy people because of what you just said, which is here in America, it's always, well, I got a three series BMW. Now I got to get the five. Yeah. Then I got to get it's the 750. It's never good enough. Right. And if people spent less time worrying about what they don't have, but instead enjoying what they do have, I say this to my mother all the time. Who My mother, even at her age, is one of these people where she just can't, like, be happy with what she has. I said, yeah. Mom, your priorities, you have to get your priorities right. right. So, yeah. So, you know, would I like to have, you know, a Ferrari and stuff like that? Sure, it would be fun. But guess what? I like what I have. Yeah. I'm happy. And I think that people will be happier people in general and less miserable at work if they were grateful. The reason why Denmark at one point was voted the, the uh, happiest nation was because their philosophy was, well— I would like to have other things, but guess what? 
I'm, don't focus on that. I'm happy with what I have. Yeah. And that's my, my point. I, I had to learn that lesson. I mean, I stayed in uh, a situation for many years because of the money, the fame, the, all that horse all shit. That and I had to learn, man. That's That doesn't make me happy. It never made me happy. I can't tell you how many people go, if you would get back together with Ant, you know how much money you would make? I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't. That doesn't does matter. not make me happy anymore. It doesn't matter. It I doesn't say, matter. I say no to that stuff all the time. Right. I say no to money deals all the time because- Look at this. We're in a dumb little stupid lounge with an Ikea couch, and I'm having more fun now than I've had in years. Wonderful, isn't it? Of the, course. The, the simplest things in life sometimes give you the greatest pleasure. Right. I learned that from watching kids, by the way. A kid could take a little toy that costs $2 yeah. and have the greatest pleasure with it. Yeah. And think about that for adults. Don't get caught up in the rat race. Now, yes, we got to survive. You would like to have some nice things. It's okay to have a bucket list. But don't let that control your happiness. Right. You want to know, I want to know if you feel the same way as me. I feel guilty sometimes going to the third world countries for this reason. I'm a police officer. Carry a gun. When I get on the subway, one hand in the pocket on the cell phone, one hand on the wallet. You go to the third world countries. They're overly nice. And I'm like, are they going to try to scam me? Yeah. <laughs> Sir, get away. And then after a while, like, they're just nice. They're not, you take your cell phone out for a selfie, no one's going to grab your cell phone. Right. Well, I feel guilty leaving. I'm like, wow, the people from me and Marvel are the nicest. Why did I immediately judge them because they're poor? I feel so guilty every time I you go just, away. You just explain New York City because I, I'll say it again. I love saying this, though. I've been in the same building well over 10 years now. And people I see every day, I'm in the elevator with them. I don't know if this happens in Chicago. And they just... Look at you like you're a complete stranger. As mm -hmm. soon as someone gets in the ele elevator and is nice to me and my b beautiful kids, uh, screw me, be nice to my kids, I, right away I'm like, oh, where are you from? Uh, where are you visiting from? It's so it's obvious so odd, right? that they're not New Yorkers when they're nice to you. So here's a test for you, right? This is what I start doing. Yeah. When I, I fly a lot. When I get off the plane, you know how you have the people with the, with the um, wheelchairs and stuff there? Sure. I look at them and say hi to them. Yeah. Look at their reaction. They're shocked. Yeah. I say, hey, how you doing? They're yeah. like, because no one, ever, no one, people in this country have gotten away from just being friendly to other right. people. I'm not asking you for a long conversation. Yeah. All I'm saying is, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Great. How are you? Great. I'm guilty of it when I walk around. Someone says hi to me. I go, what do you want? <laughs> I'm guilty of it because you, you get kind of programmed living in New York City, unfortunately. And I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to be a little more open and friendly and... We're all, all right. a, we're all a work in progress. Yes, Dr. Ian Smith, what a pleasure. I, and I noticed uh, quickly that uh, you dedicated the book to your your, uh, that? your, your bromance. <laughs> you and Mike Strahan, man. Jeez, to my brother Michael Strahan. Thanks for all the great memories. Let's make a whole lot more. Whoever thought we'd have so much fun. Uh, whoever thought we'd have so much fun, question mark. See you on the golf course. How's he doing? He's fantastic. Yeah, you got to bring him in here, man. It's been too he long. He has to come in. I mean, we've come. he's come a long way from on the, that new show. Doing everything. I the know guy, it is. The guy, he's on vacation right now, but the guy doesn't stop. Yeah. All right. He's my guy. I you know, know that. Yes, I know. Dude, and you talk, about, you talk about going to the depths. We were down the depths, remember? <laughs> That's another podcast. We were at the bottom. He was at the bottom, too. And we were we were in there together like, dude, where is the light? I just see darkness. <laughs> Sleeping on each other's couches. I mean, I mean, we were in it, man. And look at it now. So you got to believe, dude. I'm you got to believe, and you got to send positive energy into the universe. The, the universe 100%. is about, the universe will. Universe has a way of making things right. 100%. You just got to believe in it. And even when you're at your lowest point, right. and even when you're at your darkest hour, like Winston Churchill says, yeah. you got to rise. Yeah. And you got to believe. It's like it's blind faith sometimes. But my brother always taught me, you got to go through darkness sometimes to get to the light. Of course. Everybody. You, you think should... my life is perfect? Your life is perfect? None of us. No. We're not perfect lives, but I believe that that things can come out better on the other side. Right. 
And so that's how I live my life. And that's how Stray has done it. And he's very successful. He's done well. He's the same person, by the way, which is great. He hasn't changed. Yeah. He just has a lot of fancier stuff. Yeah. And a lot more fans. But, you know, we still, that's my man. That's awesome. <laughs> With that, it's been a pleasure. My yes. friend of, I guess it's been about 15 years now, Jeez. Dr. Ian Smith, his new book you is know. called Clean and Lean, 30 Days, 30 Foods, A New You. I'm actually uh, very interested in this one because it, it, it already talks to me because I'm kind of doing this already. You're already doing it. It's I just, just need a- It structures uh, it for you. I need to hone it in a little bit. Cleaner Get Leaner is the Facebook page. My Instagram is at Dr. Ian Smith, spelled doctor out. And Dr. Ian's World is my app. Go to dr.iansworld.com. See you guys online. And with that, Joey. I'm back. Wrap it up. You got it, Greg. Hey, by the way, I've been doing intermittent fasting for years now, and uh, it does help a lot. I don't eat my first meal till about maybe four, five, even six hours after I get up. I mean, there are times when I do break it, like on this last vacation. But for the most part, I have a window and I keep that window pretty tight. Now, as far as what I put in that window, (laughs) well, it's not as bad as Carl, but I do go overboard at times. Doing my best to get better with age. We'll leave a link to the book and Dr. Ian Smith's website in our show notes. Go to opiradio.com for a cool Ruizing hat or an OP Radio t-shirt. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify at Joey Salvia. And until next time, thanks for listening to OP Radio. Radio.